everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Switch Up Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12. My name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby. Colby, we were talking before the podcast, it seems we're both in the same situation today. How are you doing on this cold as fuck, gloomy, miserable day? <laughs> it is so cold outside. I went, like, I didn't have class until 9.30 today, thankfully, but it was still, like, it's been raining all day, and just, it's basically been... It's basically been sleeting. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's cold enough where yeah. when, when, the, when, the, when the precipitation hits you, you're like, ugh, and you just get a little the shaky feeling. Okay. But I'm feeling good. I smuggled five slices of cheesecake into my fridge from the dining hall. So dessert <laughs> is lined up for the next two weeks or two Why? days, I should say. Yeah. Well, smuggled? Listen. Are you not allowed to just do that? Well, so I get I get a t- I think get this thing called like a to go. Like everyone knows the concept of like taking your food to go. So yeah. it, it gives you a plastic container, like a like a twelve ounce thing for your drink, um, a side a side container, and like you know a little tiny dessert container. So I fill up my main meal. I fill up my I put the salad in the side, and then I go over there and I'm like, please have cheesecake. And oh, it was just right there in front of me. So I put two slices in my dessert container and then open up <laughs> my drink container which was empty and dump three more slices in and just bellied on out of there and skip <laughs> skip the loo out of there so yeah i ate two slices last night i got some more tonight well i indulge in my favorite i'm gonna eat that while i indulge in my favorite pastime which is watching a maximilian do final fantasy 7 remix streams i can't of wait course. i have a great line lined up for me i have a great night lined up for me after this yeah that's what i've been up to you know, school is school. We're in week 10 already here at where I go. So yeah. five weeks to go. It's crazy. But Tyler, how are you doing? I'd say you heard it here, folks. Uh, college officials, one of your RAs is, is engaging in some criminal activities. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a great role model. I did not have the greatest start to my day. I woke up. I only had one class. so I was pretty ecstatic. Uh, and I immediately just stubbed the fuck out of my pinky toe on my closet door. Just <laughs> immediately. Just I had go back to bed at that point. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done I, to I had to really fight. Like, I was on the ground just like, just like writhing in pain while my, my roommate was asleep still. I'm trying not to wake him up as I'm fucking. The Peter just, Griffin meme where he's just holding his knee like. Oh. No, like that was the sound I was making. Just like I was more of just breathing and not like the actual vocalization, but fuck man. It hurts. I've been limping all day. Like it actually just literally crippled me for the it entire hurts. day. Um, so that was a great, a great, uh, kick in the balls, uh, to start my day. Uh, went to class, uh, learned that, uh, this project that's due on Thursday is going to, uh, be a lot more difficult than I thought. So that was great. Uh, got stressed out about getting internships. Uh, I just, I was ranting to you about how my scheduling is still getting somehow fucked over. Even though I'm a junior now, I have so much priority over like half the population of this school and I still can't get the fucking classes I want. Like it's, uh, it was, it was, chivalry is dead at Penn State. It was an interesting day, but I have the, the rest of my day is free. I have a meeting with my group members, so hopefully we can knock out. Uh, that project that I just mentioned and There's Pokemon Club on hiatus. Uh, Pokemon Club. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I could talk about the last time I went to Pokemon Club. Uh, celebration yeah. meeting. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I did tell you that no one fucking won the 
the championship for PSPC, didn't I? Like no yeah, one, could, absolutely no, no, nobody got to the champion. Yeah, and no one got to the elite four. So they, they just left it like that. There's been no decision on that. It's just like, oh yeah, sucks. Uh, but you know, I actually went to the TC to one of the TCG meetings uh, the other day. So that that was super fun. Last Wednesday was was that, uh, and I'm I'm starting to learn how to play the, the the card game. Like I actually went positive, like for wins against the other club. You're on a roll, man. No, that's the that's the first time I've ever done that in in one of the TCG meetings. I don't go to many, but uh, that one I was actually able to to do well. And they give you like pre-made decks or like theme decks. Uh, if it weren't for COVID, you could be a pro by now. Yeah, I was about to say if it if I didn't lose a year of experience, I'd be on, oh, operating on a God. different plane. But untapped potential wasted. Uh, this next uh, meeting is going to be. Uh, a VGC meeting on the Switch, not on Showdown. So you actually have to have physical Pokemon uh, to do this one. And uh, I, I I got the Shiny Zacian from the distribution event for, at GameStop. So got that. That was cool. Uh, Zamazenta, Shiny Zamazenta is coming out next month. Uh, but I will, I'll probably use that Zacian on my team because on Showdown I was already experimenting with a Zacian build. So that was cool. Uh, he's not banned uh in the vgc you are allowed to have one you're basically allowed to have one uber's pokemon so they oh, call so you, like, you get like a, you get like a freebie yeah so like uh they're not all legendary pokemon that are restricted they basically call it one restricted mon so one pokemon that you normally wouldn't have in the ou tier you can have so like your reshirams your lunalas your box legendaries yeah uh, your obviously your zacians uh, but also, like, Pokemon that are just way fucking st- stupid overpowered, like Dracovish and uh, Galarian Darmanitan that are just stupid powerful, like, for Bro- just being regular-ass Pokemon. Uh, but, yeah, you can have one of them. But only one. I think in other formats, it changes. Like, you can have two in some formats, but in this one, you'll just have one. Uh, which is apt, because I believe Pokemon just released their... Uh, their schedule for because they're bringing VGC like in person VGC tournaments back for the first time since the the virus hit. So uh, that is you know very apt timing for our club. But I don't think there are many places on that schedule that we can actually go to this time. So we might not be attending a regional uh, this time, which kind of sucks. But I have one more year, so hopefully I'll be able to do that again. Uh, and I am also have a project. Uh, in that same speech class that I was talking about, where I need to, it's called a paradoxical encomium. And you need to, it's basically a 90 second speech where you need to praise something. Uh, we did one of these before, and I, uh, <laughs> I, I did mine on big sticks that you find on the side of hiking trails that you take with you on your hike. Uh, that, that was, that how, was, that, how, how'd you think of that? Because it had to be something like, oh, you – something that is not normally, like, praised, not something that a lot of people probably wouldn't think is worthy of praise that you do. So something insignificant, easy to gloss over, but something that you think is worthy of praise. And for some reason, that popped into my head. Uh, Ooh, what would I do that to tie it into gaming? I think – hmm, something that is praised that isn't normally, and I'd do a 90-second speech on it. Yeah, something that is like small or something that just normally is not worthy of praise, but something that you believe is. 
That, that That's what my project was. Now we're doing it again, but this time, instead of just anything, it's restricted to historical figures. Oh, man. <laughs> so I seriously considered Sakurai. I seriously did. Why didn't you? Oh, because I, I don't know. I, I couldn't do him justice in 90 seconds, Colby. He's he deserves so much more. Figure. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to go with the good old... The good old George Washington, good old, good old G-Man. Listen, I know one of those men have done more for our society than the other. I won't say which, but <laughs> I think we all know who. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, one of those guys got Sora and Smash Brothers. I'll just leave it at I, that. Yeah, I, I understand. One of them. I, I, for, for, the, for the good old GW, I'm going to, uh, kind of tie it in. Like, I'm going to start it off with, like, you know, it's a common, uh, opinion to have that the originals, uh are better than their sequels. You know, Star Wars fans will attest to that. There's certainly many Pokemon fans will will die by the original 151. And then we're going to go that into, like, George Washington being the first president and also being the most badass president. Gross. Uh, but I don't know. I could not. I feel like I just couldn't do, like... You if failed, it was Sakurai, you failed, failed this podcast. You failed this podcast. We would have put the 90 seconds in this po- episode. We would have put 90 seconds in the next episode. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'm already writing my speech. It's, it's extra credit also, so it's not even like for a grade. But uh, I will write the George Washington one. And since I have a lot of time in between when my meeting with my club en- or not with my meeting with my group ends and I have to schedule tonight at midnight – I'll, I'll write the Sakurai one in between there and now, and then I can feature it later. There you go. Good. That can be our next skit, the 90-second. The 90-second Sakurai review? Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that tangent over with, uh, which makes sense because we do need to fill time because we don't have a lot this episode. Uh, but the one thing that we do have that we know that we know we're going to talk about, right, uh, We this was the big cliffhanger that we left the last episode on. And Colby, what was it? What what did we what were we talking about the last episode that has finally come to come to pass? I think it's fair to say that we've been skeptical of Pokemon's recent YouTube series called Pokemon Evolutions. In our defense, the first three episodes that were released have kind of all sucked in some manner. Yeah, in in different aspects. Especially episode three, which was abysmal. And it really got us worried, as you heard last episode, if you listen, that we were really worried about the Unova region. We were like, how can something something so great and so pure in gamers' minds is going to be ruined by the story, by the writing scenario, all that. And Tyler and I, last episode, went beat by beat what we hoped to see in – this episode called The Plan, featuring the Nova region. And good God, we were 15 more seconds away from hitting every <laughs> possible scenario. Yeah, and dude. Just, and just literally writing the episode ourselves. I am happy to say that, oh my God, it was <sighs> so good. It we are was, back. <laughs> dude, yeah, we are back, at least with this episode. If the future episodes are like this one, we are back on track. Is That was amazing dude that has that already has gotten two watches for me personally i have went back through it twice now same same man like 
then now we don't now this this at least gives us something to talk about for a long time because next one we aren't getting is until december if this one had fallen flat this would have left a very sour taste in our mouth up until like december 6th when the gen 4 one's coming out but no we have it looks like we're about to i need one more episode one more good episode to confirm it but it looks like we're turning the bend a little bit when it comes Mm -hmm. to you know the direction where we're going because admittedly i think a lot of pokemon fans would attest and agree to this Compared to the compared to five and lower as far as generations go, six, seven, and eight like don't really go toe to toe with as far as story goes, especially Gen five, which is in a tier by itself and in, in Pokemon, <laughs> yeah, in Pokemon lore and storytelling. But yeah, they I thought that with what we'd seen so far, we were really going to get something that didn't live up, that didn't put Gen five on the pedestal that it deserves to be on. But I was wrong, and they hit it. <laughs> They hit it beat by beat. It was perfect. Uh, where do you want to start, man? Do you just want to start at the beginning? Uh, as the age-old saying goes, I think we should begin at, at the beginning. Yeah. So what did we start on? What did we start on? We started on... And was in the forest and gets us... Yeah. His... Oh, my God. Of course. The fucking... Anim- they animated the intro of the game with N being found in the forest by Getsis and getting coronated as as king of team plasma we get to see that in action where we only got a few like still frames in, in the game uh, admittedly beautiful art in the game as well but like we even see the exact same pokemon that child n was shown with in in that intro sequence darmanitan zorua and, and wubat yep and i i, I do want to pose a question to you because i don't know Go if it was e- it's ever confirmed so what do you what is your preconceived belief of Getsis and uh and's sort of like literal like blood relationship? Like is he his adopted father or is he actually his father? I would say adopted. I think that I think it does a good enough job of like explaining Getsis is like I can't be the I can't be the face of this revolution. I need like someone more pure than me. And that, that's what N is essentially, but I don't. Why well, is, it it, is it ever confirmed though that I like, don't? It's know, one or the other. I don't think it's ever confirmed. It's one or the other. I just know we don't know a lot about N's like lineage ever. Yeah, I don't think we find anything out about neither with Gestus Getsis, but I don't know. It's weird that that Getsus like I guess found him, like knew that's where he what, was. No, that's what I want to talk about because I was thinking for some reason I'm kind of thinking about this because like how did Getsus know where he was right yeah like obviously he may he's i think he's probably have like team plasma's already like an, an established thing by now right so he probably has operatives like looking around but yeah for some reason the scenario started to form in my head right this theory that like n is actually gets this is like real son but gets this being just the fucking egotistical self-serving guy that he is he didn't have a use for N when he was born, so he literally abandoned him at birth, left him to the wilds, right? Like, like the like that seems in get that seems very in character for Getsis, right? I'm hopping on a Reddit thread, the most reliable source out there, but yeah. But then, like when when Getsis, you know, is like, oh, I need I need someone pure of like pure of heart for this for this grand plan that I'm now masterminding. Yeah. Who? What can? Where can I find this? Oh yeah, I abandoned my son in the woods years and years ago, 
Now I'm going to go back and get him. And maybe that's why N went with him so willingly. Right? I mean, I know he's... According Sorry. to Bulbapedia, Getzis's N's force, foster father. Foster father. I mean, I know they have, like, the same hair color as the, well. Yeah, no, the theory, um, it's Pokemon conspiracies on Reddit. Okay. By um, Dubber Rucky 4 nine years ago. Um, uh, it, what if Gessis was N's father? I'm not sure if this has been thought. I, I'm not sure if this has been thought of yet, but hear me through. They both have green hair. That, that's probably not natural, but Getsis's hair is a faded green while N's is a bright green. And when Getsis was yelling about how stupid he thought N was, maybe this was the real reason for him to fly away. Also, when N, when N sees that your Pokemon likes to be accompanied by you, wouldn't that be enough to get him to stop his efforts? We do see that in the episode, though. Yeah, like, I want to talk about that scene. later. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah exactly. we'll get into that. But, but like, Father Like Sunny continues only because his dad does. Also, when, also when Alder... When Alder takes Gessis away and doesn't say anything because this is right after Gessis yelled at him and revealing his true his true master plan. I mean, if 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 I were N and my father used me for his own selfish desires, I'd be pretty pissed off. Also, when you kind of befriended N, that would be enough to keep me to stay. It, it, he says in context if he was N, but that would mean also having to stay in a region after betraying his quote unquote dad. Also, another idea. What if N didn't have a mom? Let's just say she died. Maybe N didn't want to stay in a region where his mom and where his mom had died and his father was a selfish bastard. So N flew off on Zekrom slash Rezoram, which I guess for lore purposes we'll say Zekrom. Yeah. Trying to escape his terrible life. But in black and white too, when he hears his former companions have split up one side trying to take over the Unova, he comes back. So that's a theory that he's his blood father, but Bulba, if Bulbapedia confirms this as foster father, I would go with that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was just like the scenario was forming in my head because I know they talk about like you know, and all and says like it's hard to call you this, but like father oh. when he addresses him, That's guesses right. even in the episode is like truly you're worthy of having my name, you know, implying a non-familial connection. But yeah. part of me really feels like Getsis is just that much of a self-centered bastard that you know, when he had his own son and he didn't have a use for him, he was basically like I, he's not my son, right? Yeah. And now now that he is actually fulfilling his worth to his clan, he's like, Now you are worthy of being my of me acknowledging you as my son, you know. Also, I mean? back to earlier, like those that opening the opening scene when ends like found in the forest and he's coordinated. That's not actually in the game, isn't that like in the startup screen? Yeah, that's not in the game. That's in the start screen, like the int that like the intro yeah, that, of the game. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That that makes it more that makes it more impressive if they put that in there then. But yeah, yeah, no, that was that was awesome. Lined up but, as well. It was like uh, the first time we'd seen something that wasn't directly in the game. Like you actually had to stop and watch it for the startup screen. And the first time in four episodes, which we saw a lot of stuff that like wasn't directly set in the game, which again, a lot of stuff we predicted on last time. So after that, let's see. We, and, also, and we have ends like Rubik's cube that he wears around his neck. It has like inscriptions on it this time. Like that's not in the does. game. No, it has it like, like colorful inscriptions on it, which I thought was just an interesting design detail. I thought they I thought like another another big thing we'd said is and we'll get into this too, um, not giving the voice actors they hire um enough lines to say, especially in this one, which we'll get into it later. But yeah, I thought they characterized and well through like his actions. Oh which, my god. So which were really good. We like, are going to get into that. Best we've seen so far. Yes. But anyway, we'll, we'll go through it chronologically and then we'll talk about it as it comes because was, was next, next to, up is Lacunosa no, what town is that? I forget. I can. Uh, it's I it's the I town. Can, it's the I town can. where Getsis makes his speech. Yeah. Uh, and Tyler, what did we see for the we, first time? Like we, 
we ever. saw for like a split second. So in, in this one, uh, Hilda seems to be the main, like the main character of these events. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and compared to like Hilbert is not in here, so it's Hilda. And for most protagonists throughout the series, like they will cover their face. Uh, even in uh, Pokemon Generations, the predecessor to this, uh, they also did that with like uh, Hilbert and and Brendan and all of them. But in this one, like it's weird. Like in the first scene that we see Hilda, we see her face like just openly. We we see her face as she's playing with Tepig. Let's fucking go. Uh, Accumula Town. That's the name. Accumula Town. Yeah, that's right. But so yeah, I think Accumula Accumula Town right before like right as Getsis is giving a speech, you see Hilda coming out of the Pokemon Center playing with Tepig, seeing her face, uh, and then that she walks sick. over to Charon. Uh, he does. We do not see him. Like this is like the one scene he's in. Bianca's not in it, right? She's not in Bian- that scene. Bianca is not in that scene. No. So that this is accurate. This is lower accurate. But yeah, we see Getsis giving his famous Pokemon Liberation speech from the beginning of the game, and we see N with his with his Purloin, uh, right? You know, right before your first battle, listening to his father. And man, like I I, I feel like this is a good time to talk about this because this is going to permeate throughout the rest of the episode. Yep. Ends expressions and like mannerisms in this episode speak for themselves so good like i honestly like it real this this is what i'm talking about like this changed my perception of this character yeah because n doesn't smile like at all not even like a like a soft smile like he looks pained and conflicted even from the beginning like this is a cumula town but like N seems like very just apprehensive, like not even apprehensive, just dead and just he's with torn. the weight with the weight of what he knows his mission is. From this immediate point, when we see, you know, he looks at Hilda, you know, caring for Tepe, giving him or her, uh, you know, an Orenberry as as they're listening to the speech, mm-hmm. and you know, he's he's oh, that was awesome. right I there. That. I loved it, and you know, he. He pets his purloin, uh, and and this like his expression like is the same throughout the episode. Even sometimes even more intense uh, at some points, and it's so cool because I really never kind of got that vision from N in the games, right? But it makes so much sense when you see it in action in the animation. It just looks ah oh, so good. He he has like one line in this entire thing, but even throughout, N is just characterized so well just through his his facial expressions. And that's a big thing of, like, what's lacking in the previous episodes is that the expression and, like, you have to put together a lot of it yourself. Where in this, it's like, oh, you can there's just through, just through his expression and manners and you can tell what N is feeling or thinking. Like, you can you can get the inference that, like, N is sort of like a tragic character, like, right off the bat, which is, yeah. so, again, something that and I went back and watched the other episodes to confirm this thought. Like, it's just not there in the other episodes where it is here. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an amazing, like when I was reading that on the Reddit post, like that's an, that was like, it's such a crucial point in the game so early and you can miss it so much. But like with all this context that you and I have about gen five, like the story, and it does a really good job of drawing that moment out. Like, cause a lot of people like the turning point, I think for a lot of people when it comes to those two games is when you're on the Ferris wheel in, Oh God, what's the what's the city's name where you uh, Elise's in? Yeah, it's it's Elise's town. Whatever that, it is, but like yeah, the, a lot of people like that's the turning point of like you know, and comes out and says like, oh yeah, I'm Team Plasma's king. But 
it's it's stuff it's it's this scene right here where and you can kind of get the inference that like n is like a tragic character he's no idea like he's no idea what his role is in all this per se like he doesn't know if it's right or wrong and that just kind of develops throughout the episode more and more through his mannerisms and it's just so well done yeah no it it's great but next we we take a pretty big uh skip in time in the events of the game we go i did not i couldn't really understand i couldn't really hear the music very well but i i for some reason it connected and oh, i it, did not expect to see this at all no i didn't expect to see this but it's n on top of dragon spiral tower summoning zekrom for the first time and even here like this is like you see his expression he's just solemnly looking at the dark stone and then just fucking whips it out super in- just unchanging facial expression very dark scenery too around them yeah i was gonna say it's overcast and then we see the dark stone just purple aura and crackling lightning and then I, there. I it's crazy like it cuts away like back to n after it like explodes electricity and then it just turns back and it's just zekrom there like nothing none of the effect it's just zekrom and he just opens his mouth slightly and the smoke comes out it looks so it's honestly so- terrifying like yeah no zekrom's a he's a beast like he doesn't like zekrom doesn't even move his eyes from where he's looking he just expels this dark smoke oh it looks so cool uh, correct me if i'm wrong but so in the episode the we didn't see the protagonist hilda but we did see getsis is getsis there in the game at that moment N- oh oh you I, mean in this moment uh i don't think like i don't think we knew he i don't think he we knew he was there he is he is hidden so that is said that he's like hidden but yeah but if he is there we don't this was there he was watching he, he yeah. was he went there like i don't I was thinking, like, maybe he didn't actually expect N to, like, go through with it. Maybe he thought there was a chance that it didn't work. But yeah. knowing Getsis and how fucking self-confident he is, I think he just went there to see it for himself, you know? Now, listen, that's a, it's a cool moment watching a legendary come out of, the, of a dark stone. I, I would want to be there, too. But it does establish that, and it does in the game as well, that N is, N is a hero of some sort. We just don't know in what context yet. Yeah. Like and, N is N is worthy. Like Getsis yeah. knew what he was doing when he when he picked N for this. Mm. And he's you see Getsis standing in the ruins, watching N fly away on Zekron. Yeah, and that this is when he says, like, you're worthy of having my name. You know, it's such a dark and twisted just thing to say. To yeah, this. the get the Getsis anim- the, the Getsis narration over every all the scenes was so well done. Yeah, like, I, I really, I, I, I really like first, his voice actor. I grew, actor, I, honestly, I didn't love it at first, but I've grown to like it a lot more. Right. Yeah. It just, uh, I guess it's just being such a self righteous bastard in this episode, man. It, it's perfect. Yeah, he's, it is perfect. And then we cut to something I did not expect to see. We cut to a shot of uh, Team Plasma's castle towering over uh, the Unova League with lightning crackling in the back. Of course, the storm is here because. Of course, Zekrom is here. This we see ends battle against Alder in the Pokemon League right before your character gets there, which holy fucking shit, dude. While not as visually spectacle as the Necrozma fight, well, not as anime-esque, I would say, it still has some crazy weight behind it, just with the narrative implications. Uh, And if you know anything about Alder, like... I think Alder's characterized really well here as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very well done there. It's Volcarona versus versus Zekrom. (laughs) 
I mean, Volcarona Volca- is like a fire blast. Like, Zekrom just completely runs right through it. Uh, yeah, poor Volcarona, no chance. Yeah, I mean, Volcarona, to be fair, it took a hit from Zekrom. It's impl- isn't it, it's basically implied here that Zekrom sweeped Alder's team. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But you see, like, Alder, you know, calling out to N in, in very, like— This is really good, too. Very good voice acting. He's, like, calling out to him, like, basically begging him to stop. Because Getsis uh, is using them. Yeah, and he and he says like Getsis is conning you. He's conned us all. And you see a flash of N, like his eyes turn purple, like in just a stylistic sort of flash, like quick flash, where they just go wide with like realization. And he breaks the Rubik's cube. Yeah, and he breaks his uh the chain where that his yep. Rubik's cube was that is like I don't Shins I guess it kind of feels like insensitive to call it a Rubik's cube, but whatever it is, it is what it is. But yeah, he. He snaps the chain on it when he hears it, and uh, I think after that, yeah, Zekrom just comes through a fire attack, not scathed at all, and just destroys Volcarona with a, I assume, what is a fusion bolt. Yeah, uh, but they did a really good job animating his terrible feature. That was really well done too. It looked really cool. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, you we know things about Alder, right? Like. We know that he lost his former partner Pokemon, and you know probably seeing this now that right after he loses, he like begs and to like not separate people from Pokemon because you know in the series we don't see a lot of you know Pokemon actually dying like of mm-hmm. unnatural causes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like actually uh, dying, not just like actually like just somehow like you know not fainting, dying. We'll get into dying. Pokemon Alder's probably one of the leader. few. Alder's one of the few like characters who we kind of know a little about that has been through that. Like he probably knows more than most people. Just him and Blue, probably right. Yeah, because well, Blue is just a theory that he lost his Raticate, but Red uh, killed my Raticate. Yeah, but you know we obviously have the the towers like the. There are various towers in the games that have like a bunch of ghost type mm-hmm. Pokemon and obviously yeah. graves of po- people and Pokemon. But like to see like Alder's facial expression here just kind of seems like like he almost thought like he lost another, you know, when Volcarona got absolutely bitch slapped. And yeah, he like he knows more than anyone what it's like to like be separated to that extent, to like an even greater extent to even what N is doing. But it's going to feel probably the same for pretty much everybody else around the world if their yep. plan succeeds. So he like begs and not to do it, but, and is stoic and he yep. just continues on to where, to? where you called this. I did. I, it wasn't to the, <laughs> it wasn't to the depth that I, I hope. didn't think it would happen at all, but, and it also wasn't to the depth of which I said, obviously, but it happens. You see N pick sorry, I'm I'm just looking at the scene right now. He picks up the the cube uh, again from after Alder's defeated and just oh my god, his facial expression is always just so just nothing's there. There's almost nothing behind his eyes and it's it's terrifying. And then we see him in his old room in the castle with his caretakers, who I still don't know the names of. Uh, but they're they're talking to N uh, in his room. They say, like, forget 
your destiny. You know, do what you think is right. And the other one says, what was it? There's something about his innocence and that there's nothing more power. There's nothing more powerful and terrifying than innocence or something like that. Okay, which so his Anthea and Concord and Concordia. Uh, those are the name of the caretakers. They're actually his foster sisters. So their guess is his real kids. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, and that, okay. and in our defense, the cube is actually, it's called the void cube. It's it's just a, it's a okay. it's a it's a sliding puzzle that he's had since his childhood. That's what oh okay okay yeah no some more lore there for you. I didn't know any of that. Yeah no it says the names now. I turned to subtitles on to see what the exact quote is. But yeah yeah forget your destiny. Always follow your heart, for your spirit is good, pure, and innocent. That is kind and of the turning nothing, point. And there's nothing more beautiful and terrifying than innocence, which is a fantastic line that is it's, not in the games it's i don't he- it's heavy man that's so good like guess these, these characters the aren't here for long but they make it like that that's great and then gets his comes out of the walks dark. in just half his face it's eyes time. bulging he knows this is the time and he says it's time like the facial expressions in this episode are so good dude so good and like gets this this is his this is his fucking apex like he's on the peak of his plans work like succeeding there's one he, he, last... he literally says it's been years in the narration like years in the making yeah the painful days are at an end all this work will be for something as his eye is red in like this blue background then you see hilda just standing there as if he's been monologuing this whole time and she holds out the light stone and he's like oh yeah i guess <laughs> no, he's he's not bothered right he's like no you have the light stone whatever go ahead Fight our king. See, and and the way he says, like, see if you have what it takes to become a hero. Like, he has, he's just mocking them. Yeah, Full like, confidence that this will work. Yeah, like, it ends in a kill you in this battle. Yeah, but. Let's, let's them go by. Just go for it. Walk into the throne room. And, and obviously they do. And, you know, Guess is just smiling behind them. And we see N seated on the throne. It, it cuts to black, so I was so scared the episode ended right there. But, yeah. you know, N is sitting on the throne. And it's at this point we find out that N is actually voiced by Chris Hackney. Like, what the yeah, fuck? We <laughs> but before, before we got that, he's like, it's crazy. He's like sitting back, like reclined fully. And like he has his like chin up and he's like looking down. Like looking, like very literally looking yeah. down on Hilda, and he, like he just looks pissed, mm-hmm. more like probably more pissed than ever. He gets up off the throne, puts his hands in his pockets, and just walks forward like a badass. And he just takes his hands out in like a almost like a battle, like come at me sort of. He is battle uh, pose. He does hold his hands out like that. And then we do hear Chris Hackney's voice. Calling Zekrom to him as he busts through the throne room wall. Dimitri summons Zekrom. Seriously, and he lands behind him in the light. And this is where I was like, "There's no way, Colt. We like we actually called it. Like we are so close." Oh my god, we were twenty more seconds. Twenty seconds. Throws the light stone out, and it ends. Oh my god. Yeah, and is just bathed in light and shadow. And you see Hilda sweat. 
Yeah, he made sweating. that main character sweat. She's, She's fucking like, oh, nervous. Fuck. I've been up more than I can chew. <laughs> uh, she does not pull out the lightstone, actually. Yes, she does. Not at the end. Sorry, forget oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the end, no, it just it just stops. But literally 20 seconds from seeing Reshiram burst out of the lightstone. Such a, it's such a cool moment in the game, too. And yeah, oh, it's so, God, at least we got one. Like, we got yeah, we, one. I didn't expect we got the Dragon that. Spiral Tower one. That one we didn't even see. I'm pretty no. sure. No, we did see that, but we... No, you know, we saw that, yeah. Like, the purple aura and stuff like that. But, we, oh, my God, we were so close. We almost hit beat for beat but yeah that was and Getsu says like at the end he monologues the world will be mine there's no positive conclusion like if you didn't know what the game was you'd think that Getsu's fucking won for sure but and that's where it ends but it just makes so much sense watching this and thinking about like just how pissed off he is in the game when M loses yeah like it just makes all the more sense it makes here. so much sense and just seeing seeing N and like his relationship with the events that he has put through and just the, the he's never certain you know never. he's never it never looks like he is okay completely with what he's doing which i love mm-hmm. like it's kind of hard to get a read on end just through uh the game right because yeah, even that is. very pivotal moment in accumula town you you don't really get that same weight when he talks about it in in game yeah. Uh, and, you know, every time you battle him, he's like smiling, looking at his Pokeball. Like he looks very zen. It's completely uh, different. He's portrayed completely different, I feel like, in this. Yeah. E- even like his trainer pose, like he just kind of like elegantly puts his hands out and is ready for a battle. But this is just completely different and much darker. And I love it, dude. No, he's such a good. He might be like, honest to God, pound for pound, the best character in Pokemon. He might oh, be. Easily one of the easily one of the best. Like it's. Oh, I just love how he's characterized here. It's yeah, such a good take, such a good take on him. And even Getsis just like we knew, we already knew this is basically the Getsis we saw in the game, but just mm-hmm. hearing it, you know, voice acted, just the fucking self-righteousness and just full bravado and confidence of this guy in his own plan. It, it makes it, it's such a great representation of just this evil bastard that mm-hmm. we want to see taken down more than anything. So, and then credits roll, and that's it. And what this was, uh, this was nine minutes. Longest one I think we've had. As the longest one we've had. You okay? I saw you looking at your headphones. You good? Yeah, I thought I heard someone knock on my door, but you know, I just it's just PTSD thing I get with. I I know your your RA job. I I imagine it's very stressful. It's terrible, but <laughs> it's so but, bad. But yeah, no, uh, that was. It was incredible. It was such it, a good episode. Such a highlight. Like we we had a skit planned for this called Disappointment <laughs> of the Week. That is what we were planning on calling this. But fuck, man, they shut us down. Oh, yeah, they shut everything we did down. And it sucks now because this one was so good. We have to wait a whole month for the next one, which is Gen 4. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to get better than that one personally. Like I don't so think good. so either. I think Gen 2 has a good chance of being very good. I think so, too. Uh, Lugia, depending on how... Depending on how they characterize Barry, I think five could be good. Depending on what characters they bring in as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. Palmer, Barry's father, if he's in there at all, I think that elevated a lot. What's uh, Gen 3? Is that Gen 3 Tower? is Zinnia. Gen 3 is Zinnia. Is that Sky Tower, though, with Rayquaza? Or no? uh, it, that's, that's, it should be. I mean, it could be when Zinnia fucking raids, like, the, the Space Institute. 
and talks about the different universes of Pokemon, like the Mega Universe and the non-Mega Universe. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. But it does have Rayquaza in it, so I assume it will be Sky Pillar. We could see another Deoxys versus Rayquaza fight. Fine with uh, it. I was gonna say fine with that if they if they rehash that it's a great fight. I say if they want if they just want to mega evolve Rayquaza again, have them fight Spaceman. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it could just be Zinnia talking about the Dragonid people. Maybe when maybe when Ray, maybe they like do a flashback to when Rayquaza first because Rayquaza was the first mega evolution ever. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they do a flashback to like ancient Rayquaza. That'd be sick as fuck. That would be sick. Uh, you know, obviously. This is a very this is a long shot, but we are almost right on Gen Five, so might as well try and talk into existence, right? <laughs> we we gotta start heat checking now, see if we can <laughs> keep predicting them. But but yeah, man, what a fantastic piece of Pokemon media! He- yeah, head and shoulders above the rest of the episodes by far. Oh uh, yeah, easily. It's it's gonna be tough to top, I think. But if we I, don't I get an episode, bad. I feel so bad that Lily didn't get the characterization that ended because I feel like Lily and End serve very similar roles in their stories. Yeah, like their I said, stories. I, like I said, I went back through and watched one and two. I will not watch three, but like <laughs> Le- like Leon and Lily just aren't like they don't have what this version of N had as far as characterization goes like through expression and yeah, it was just so like they i don't know how they did it like it was just so they so had good. this the whole time i was gonna say you could do this the whole time and you just you were saving it for for now yeah but even if we don't get an episode better than this one like i'm just so yeah happy i'm, we I'm got pretty one. satisfied that yeah, was this fantastic. is this is easily like a nine and a half or ten for me. Easily. You know, there were there weren't any huge like lore drops or anything either. There weren't anything like there, even even in like evolutions, there wasn't anything that generation major. Sorry, generations. Uh, obviously, obviously there were some, but like I don't know. It's the it's the subtle things, right, that get mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It it's just great. Like this episode was just fantastic. If you plopped that into. Uh, pokemon generations it would fit right at home which is totally fine by me it's also like it actually told a story like we saw so many different environments versus the first three episodes episode three i think we're in the same place the entire time episode two we are at the i guess i'll call it pillar where lunala comes yeah out you're at the shrine of the sun the, the altar of the sun and moon yeah Al- yeah the, altar altar of the i guess we'll call it moon because yeah the altar of the moon but, yeah Altar of the Moon with Lunala and the lab where I already forget the mom's name. Uh, uh, Luzamine. Luz, where Luzamine's like telling her, I'm going to go find Ultra Beast. And then the first episode, we're just between the top of the of, tower, of Rose Tower. Of Rose Tower and between the, and, and and the, the, and the locker room of the Pokemon League. Yeah. yeah, but here we got the forest where N is, the Coronation, the Accumula Town, Dragon Spiral Tower, Pokemon, Pokemon League, League N's, N's Castle. Castle. Like we got all that stuff. They actually told a story, which. Again, they've had this the whole time. I, like, they, I can't believe, like, the jump in quality. It's from, insane. It's like a whole other person took control of it. I mean, it, it maybe it could have been a smart decision because they, they followed up the worst episode by far by this. It's the best so episode by making far, Making it yeah. even better, like, in comparison. Yeah, but hopefully for, you know, gens one through four, we get a little more balance in quality. And, you know, like, if they're all just, like, you know, like set seven and a half eights, that's fine. But yeah, you know, this whole I can't take this whole jumping from like a one to a ten thing. That's just gonna drive me wild. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like we have so little to speculate with. Well, that's we true. have a lot to speculate with, but we have so little like fact to like build off of. Yeah. But I'm 
I don't know, man. They now they got me excited. Now I want. Now I want to. I'm. I can't wait for the next episode. I'm very excited too. I think it, first week of December. Long wait. I can't believe we, we can't wait for the next Pokemon Evolutions episode. Did you think you'd be saying that? God no. God, <laughs> not without payment. <laughs> not not without some monetary financial gain. Exactly. Not without Game Freak cash. But here we are. Speaking of Game Freak, uh, and staying on the Pokemon train. Uh, there was some other news that we got uh, s- regarding uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And, Colby, I really think they're really trying to rein you in with this one. They, they, they are. really, They really they are. are. So it all started with a Twitter clip of on the Pokemon account of this. It was, it was supposed to be like sort of found footage-like. Uh, I assume it was recorded on this on the fucking Arceus smartphone that we see in the game. Probably. Still think that's a little dumb. Yeah. But yeah, we it's like this researcher is talking about like he's out in the field and he, and he's looking for Pokemon. He sees a field of wild a wild snow runt and then it kind of cuts. Again, th- this is all just basically static like we can't see anything. Yeah, no. They released the actual footage like a day. Yeah. They they, re- they released the actual like full restored footage later, but you know, we heard him like Oh, there's this Pokemon. He describes it. You know, he doesn't actually say what it is, uh, but then he's attacked uh, by another Pokemon, um, which holy shit! Like it, like this is little found footage horror movie stuff. Oh, what the heck! But I, I'm down for it. But then they released the fully footage, so you could see Snow Run. It, it looked great, by the way. Like seeing did, Pokemon yeah. out in the environment. Uh, you see a wild field of Snow Run. Then he climbs up this little like uh, hill, and he sees a white. Uh, Pokemon with red fur around its neck and its head and its tail and yellow eyes and it turns towards the camera and it is a Hisuian Zerua and the Pokemon that attacked him uh, is a Hisuian Zoroark Uh, and he drops the phone and he runs and then you see the two Pokemon up close like completely fully uh, designed up close in front of the camera, and then they they skulk back into the uh, into the woods. But today, I believe it dropped today when you're when we're recording this. I have a description uh, of it right here if you want me. To yeah, read I, it. I believe I do as well. I pop I plopped it in the uh, in the Discord, or at least the the one of Zorua. But we saw actual like them in the game engine. We yep. saw Isui and Zoro, Zorua and Zoroark in the game engine. Uh, you really know, good. Looks fantastic. Zoroark has this like looks freaky. Oh, it looks so freaky, but it's like white and red. It's got these like red yeah. tints, and its hair is like going crazy, like sort of like just floating on its own without yeah. like anything doing I it. I, I don't. I did they release the Zoroark? Did they release a Zoroark description or just a Zorua one? Uh yeah, they, I I have both. Oh, you do have both. Okay, yeah. I don't, I only saw the Zorua one. So yeah, go go for it. They they released uh, descriptions of them. Okay, as well. so Zorua. Here's the description for Hisuian Zoroa. Uh, driven away from others by hum- driven away from other lands by humans, perished due to the harsh environment of the Hisui region. Through the power of malice, their soul their souls are reborn as the ghost type Hisuian Zoroa. Now they feed on the terror of those who witness their illusions. Are you fucking kidding me, Game Freak? Holy shit! And then Hisuian Zoroark projects terrifying illusions emitted with the spiteful power from its long writhing fur. It's been said that those who see its illusions are driven mad by terror. An invaluable ally, it also has a soft side for those it considers family. 
Good lord. <laughs> oh my god. First we got fucking Basque Legion formed from the dead spirits of its family pod that didn't survive the migration. And now we have Hisuian Zorua, which is a normal ghost type, by the way. Yep. Being shunned by humans, dying in the cold, and be coming back through pure malice, pure yeah, fucking what? hatred. Breath of the Wild again? Breath of the Wild? What is this? <laughs> Feeding off terror of the people they attack with their illusions? What the... What is happening? It's just Dream Eater over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hisuian Zoroa looks so cute, and his Hisuian Zoroa looks so terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, what do you What do you think? You're the skeptic among us. Uh, with I the think, uh, listen, this goes beyond the game. I think someone had like some serious, like bad thoughts in their mind and decided to portray it through these two Pokemon. Like, good lord, this is this is a whole. Like, there are some very disturbing um, Pokedex entries for these Pokemon. But good god, like just, this one's yeah. like, yeah, I'm dead. I came back just through anger, and now I'm gonna ruin everyone's life. I'm gonna drive people mad through terror with illusions, like. I mean, what? come on, like, good grief, but... I mean, well, they are, what, what yeah. do you think? Like, does this sell you on the game yet? Like, these designs... They're holy beautiful. Shit, dude. No, these games are... The designs are beautiful. The environment's beautiful. I thought the video was very well done with the, the lost footage, but... You know, even with this, I, we're still missing something with this game, and it's... It, it, they. I don't know why. They drop a lot... They've actually dropped a lot of Pokemon news recently on both Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus, but... And when it pertains to Legends Arceus and, you know, Legends Arceus, but yeah, I don't know. With with Legends Arceus, we seem to be missing. <laughs> we seem to be missing something in Legends Arceus. I don't know. You the only one thinking this, though. Yeah. Like, um, you, can you even put your finger on it? Can you describe what it is that you need? You know, I, with Legends Arceus, we're missing something big in the game. I. I oh. We're. I. I. We're. We're still, after all this time. <laughs> Where is he? Where the fuck is he? <laughs> Where is Arceus? What the fuck is he doing? Like, now, look. I I think I think this is fine. Like, if we never hear anything about Arceus I'm until the game releases, he's not in the game. No, like I I think that'd be great because like then you go in, you have no fucking idea what's gonna happen, which I think is great because. A lot of games are like just spoiled through the marketing these days. I think it'd be great to just go in. You, this is the namesake of the game. You have no idea how the fuck he comes into the story. Yeah, I, I really think they're not going to show him until the game drops. Like, and I hope, I hope not. That would be awesome. They would have done it by. They would have done it by now, I think. But and they still have time. They still have a good amount of time left. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm almost like fifty fifty. He's not in the game. <laughs> Oh, shit. No, no, they, it has to be in the game. Could you imagine if he wasn't in the game? That'd be so That'd be funny. pretty great. That'd be but really funny. But regardless, I just wanted to see if, if your yeah. stance had changed at all. No, I really think I am the only one thinking, like, oh, where is Arceus and all this? Like, what what exactly, what role does he fit in here? But, uh, you know, the game, it looks good. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't getting a little more swayed in one direction mm -hmm. versus the other, but if they add some more gen five Pokemon, you I know, should, you already yeah. got Basculin, Braviary, now Oshawott's yeah, a starter. Come on. Oshawott's a starter. Hold yeah, it. I know. I still don't know if it's a day one buy, but I think there's enough time left where I mean, we're just getting into November, but Breath of the wild Pokemon. Oh, not a day one buy. Uh, listen, <laughs>
oh. truly the best plot twist of this year. Is, it it is really saying that it really is Breath of the Wild Pokemon. That is something I never thought I'd say. But hey, a lot of games are going for it. I have no, I have no problems with that. But regardless, back to Suey and Zoro and Zoroark. Uh, let's talk about that typing. Dead normal ghost. <laughs> uh, the dead typing. Th- that typing has a single weakness too dark. That's it. I was thinking like when you weakness? said when you said single weakness, I'm like oh no, it's a that's two, it's immune to ghosts. I'm like wait, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, one, one weakness and three immunities to normal fighting and ghost. That's insane. that is insane. Like this, this this Pokemon has to be on your team, right? Yeah, and let let's talk like. It's going to be on everyone's team. It's going to be like the Lux Ray. Zoroark has like a crazy like moveset capabilities too. Zoroark can learn a lot of moves. Yeah, at least normal Zoroark can. Yeah. They I might change it up yeah. for this to they make have, it more I'm, balanced. I imagine they would, but, but like, still. If the, ability is, if the ability is still Illusion, where you like disguise yourself as another Pokemon, if this is allowed and competitive, this could be super tricky. Like You could literally just eat a move from like – Three different types. Well, if you don't get hit, the illusion won't fade, right? No, yeah, if you don't get hit, the illusion won't fade. That's so. insane. Like, <laughs> that's insanity. Like, imagine, like, disguising a Suian Zoroark as a normal Zoroark, and someone tries to use a fighting move on it. It just won't work. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I love I love the illusion ability. It's really hard to make work in the regular competitive format just yeah. because of, you know, you can see your opponent's teams before you fight them so you know they have a zoroark on their team yeah but it's still so fun to to run with i, I run like a zoroark with like my reggie gigas set <laughs> to try and like pull people into like fucking up the reggie gigas, and then to just like choice scarf flamethrowers uh there's like Pokemon. what <laughs> wait a minute what but yeah th- this is awesome they look great they're nailing the designs of these hisuian forms mm-hmm. they are like, for sure. actually nailing them so I this only makes me more excited to to pick up this game. I, I and also so. we are we're we're coming up on on um Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearls release too. I look like, at the date today, November nineteenth. Yeah, we're we're less than a month away from from the Gen Four remakes. And this week's um Hyrule Warriors expansion. That's true. This Friday, right? Is the is the Hyrule Warriors expansion? Yep. So. Oh, Lots wow. of stuff. Look shit, forward. that's gonna be a lot of stuff to talk about too. This is the big one too. Holy shit! Yeah, no, this is the this is probably I imagine the last update for the game. So it's probably it'll probably be the last time we talk about it for a while. But yeah, lots of stuff coming up on the docket for oh, the buddy. We are going to have our hands full with this one. December is like a dead month, so we'll be okay until yeah, we we'll, get through until then. Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at a something. Oh, I think we saw. Sorry, I think there was a new trailer for uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl as well that dropped. Uh, when was it? Seven hours ago. Nice. Uh, uh, it is talking about. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to watch it live. <laughs> I think it introduces. Yeah, we, we see the Snow Point City. Uh, uh, we see the final two gym leaders of the game. We see uh, Candace and, and Faulkner. Wait, Fulk, sorry. Volkner. Yep. I combined Faulkner and Volkner. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we see it's just a highlight of the two uh, final gym leaders. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the Chibi Faulkner looks so fucking funny. 
Yeah, um, I imagine. And then it highlights uh, Team Galactic, so we get to see the redesigned uh, admins, I think, uh, judging by the um, by the thumbnail. The at Saturn, Mars, and Jupiter. Yep, Saturn, Mars, and Jupiter. So they will all. Wasn't Saturn a platinum exclusive? Like you didn't actually battle him in. Diamond Saturn? Pro. I think you do because he's in the he's in oh no he's one in the of the lake. he's in one of the he's caves one of the yeah lake. yeah the toxic croak that's true that's true that's true oh yeah the oh my god but yeah but yeah oh yeah but then we see Cyrus he's and then we Valor. see the lake we see the lake guardians uh which is cool as Elmasrin you see ooh their their arenas look really cool they have like the reflective water under them so you can see like their oh, that's so cool it's cool just a quick showcase of the new designs of of the two final gym leaders. Team Galactic Admins and the Lake Guardians. So, just standard uh, hype, just continuing the hype train, getting people excited. Yeah, no, just further continuing. It is a remake of the original game. I was about to say the gym puzzles for Candace look exactly the same, uh, as well as Faulkner. So it looks like we won't get any getting updates on that, which is fine. They're they're gym piles. They're nothing gym on nothing on the Elite Four yet, right? Nothing on the Elite Four. No. Uh, Do you think they're gonna give Flint his? <laughs> There is a diamond non, pearl team. Is non fire team? No, they can't. They fire type fire type specialist Flint is ready to battle. Fire type I, specialist Flint throws out Whalmer. I think it'd be <laughs> fine. I think it'd be funny if it's like there's a rare worse. there's a rare chance like if you rematch him he has that he has that god awful team like the diamond <laughs> pearl team. What are they thinking? Had fucking two fire types in the whole Sinnoh region. Yeah, we'll make just a make fire type elite sport. Just make it six Inferno apes. Who cares? As long as it's on fire. Steelix, Lopany, Drift, Blim. Oh my god. Break. Good lord. Could have been any worse if they tried. No. But anyway, I think that's all for Pokemon, right? That's everything. So yeah. That? Yeah. Uh, Fuck, what were our other topics? What did we talk? What were we going to talk about after this? Uh, it is the five year anniversary of. The Switch NX becoming, the, or the, the NX Switch. becoming the Switch. Yeah, that's true. Because for the longest time, the Switch's, I guess, rumor name was the the NX. And I think it's like project name was called the NX as well. I think it was too. At least in some form. Uh, it's it's so, internally yeah, called the NX. Yeah, we have a we have a a Wednesday reading. By the time you're listening to this, uh, it's kind of funny because coming five years ago, I wasn't in the Nintendo game, and you were. Not as invested as you are now, I would imagine. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a nice little um, reflection on uh, Thomas Whitehead. He always seems to be the the author when we read it here at Nintendo Life. But here we go, uh, a, a reflective reading on it's been five years since the mysterious Nintendo NX became to Switch. It was a pretty big deal, and to the relief of Nintendo, it was received well. Let's be honest, the reaction wasn't going to be worse than the Wii U E3 reveal when most follow-up questions were, so is this a tablet So is this tablet an add-on for the Wii? There's yeah. arguably little doubt that it was an initial unveiling and proof of concept. The original video did a very good job. The trailer became... I do... This trailer is pretty good, actually. The trailer became a bit iconic and meme-worthy. Yes, it had photogenic people in very nice houses doing their wondrous faces. <laughs> doing their best wondrous faces, people casually playing with strangers in airports, the works. There's also the yeah. famous rooftop party scene that was parodied and joked about endlessly. Now, I've not I've not been to a rooftop party with Switch action going on. We don't have many rooftop parties in Scotland, to be honest, or during COVID. But I have seen people playing a Switch at a wedding and in a pub or two, so it does happen. What's the weirdest place I've seen someone playing a Switch? Um, I saw someone playing the Switch outside of a nightclub here on on campus just like outside the door 
just just chilling I, on one of the uh i think it'd be funny if they were playing in the nightclub <laughs> it would be much funnier but unfortunately i did not get to see the inside of the nightclub so i could not verify do you think that someone's played like a do you think someone's gonna be playing like a switch at a penn state home game now that they're, that they're done <laughs> after that game i wouldn't be surprised if they brought it along just in case uh just in case they got bored in any case it amused yeah. people on social media it also had a pretty snazzy tune. Nice one. White denim. It's it's quite cool in that it's actually gone. I don't even fucking know what that means. Beyond the photogenic cast and slightly silly scenarios, it is worthy saying that the trailer did a solid job of promoting the actual game, too. The concept had been wildly rumored in League, but seeing the dock to portable play transition and the simple cleverness of the Joy-Con controllers was a light bulb moment that gave us a cause for optimism. Let's not forget that Nintendo smartly revealed games, too. Though Nintendo didn't formally announce them for another couple of months. Showing in progress clips of Breath of the Wild, which we knew was coming to us, which we knew was coming to the then NX, Skyrim, yeah. Mario Kart Deluxe, <laughs> Splatoon 2, and Super Mario Odyssey. I forgot Odyssey was shown in that. Yeah, trailer. people were like super. It was like, holy shit, is that a new game? They were yeah, like, fucking. Because it didn't release. Like, it, it didn't release for like another year. No, before. but we saw like uh, the Sand Kingdom. Yeah, we did. Uh, that was I forgot a, a Odyssey brief was glimpse. In that. Yeah, I yeah. always forget that it was. Uh, the this. Oh my god, I don't even know what that word is. God damn it. The pre-hype reveal. Sorry, but <laughs> looking back at how Nintendo did the unveiling in October 2016. Good God. Oh, it's October 2021. It's how quite funny. Fucking it's, possible, it's dude. It's quite funny to see how similar that frenzied period was to the downright tedious pro switch rumors, which seemed to hit a notable <laughs> peak in E3 season this year. Rumors for years, some of them feasible and others clearly made up? Check. Nintendo continually dodging and avoiding saying anything? Check. Increasingly desperate and eager fans bombarding the company on social media? No. No, no, yeah, just check. The context was a little different, though. For one thing, the Wii U had genuinely doomed (laughs) for a few years by that point. (laughs) Often there's hyperbole thrown around about failures in gaming, but even though many of us have a soft spot for the system, it was genuinely a disaster for Nintendo. Oh, my God. It's a lifetime hardware sales are 13.5 million units. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, it wasn't great. As a contrast for the most recent Switch figure is 89 million. Now that did area also have the 3DS, My. which reached 75, which reached about 76 million units over its lifetime. So what? when you combine 89 the two, million Switch units? Yeah, the, the, the Wii U and 3DS sold equally as much as the Switch has. Just the Switch. Just the base Switch. My fucking God. God. Of course, the Switch is still going, and despite decline, demand is still selling strong numbers. When all is said and done, the Switch will have sold a good bit more than the Wii U and 3DS combined. Probably going to hit 100 million, to be honest. Like, that's not in the article. I just think it's going to yeah. hit 100 million. I was going to say, that's not a far-fetched statement, no. Yeah, and aside from a few straggling 3DS releases in the early period, Nintendo is only had to focus on one main ha- hardware line. Not two. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. And yeah, it just basically just continues to go on about. I'm just going to skip to the end here. Uh, it all worked out in the end. Ultimately, the initial teaser was pretty well received. Nintendo's PR machine turned into life as it started to reveal more information about the system and all it would entail. Then in mid January 2017, there was a flashy live presentation for the system and a whole lot of games. And in case you guys forgot, mid January 2017 is when that Breath of the Wild trailer came out. Yes, <laughs> which is sir. The- greatest video game trailer of all time greatest video game trailer ever yeah and ultimately it's been a resounding success for nintendo helping to bring it back into the heart of popular culture and contributing to the levels of profit not seen in the ds and wii era mm-hmm. 
maybe he meant Wii U era because the Wii is like a top two selling console of all time. I don't know. Yeah. Shifting to a hybrid strategy of handheld and home console in one, which was devised and initially implemented by Mr. Iwata way back in early 2013, has enabled Nintendo to flourish and regain its place at the lead table in the hardware business. Yeah, and now we just wait for the Switch Pro, even though the OLED just dropped, which I think is doing okay. Not great, though. Yeah, I saw, like, someone on Twitter is like, if if y'all didn't want the Switch OLED, why is it all sold out then? <laughs> it, did you see it got a 2 out of 10 on screen durability test? Really? Yeah, like someone, like, just scratched it with their fingernail and the screen's crashed. Oh, Christ. My good God, a 2. It seems a little high. I mean, you should always get screen protectors anyway. I, I have one for my Switch, and I yeah. never take it out of its stock. Yeah, I, I have one as well, and it's very dirty, but it's a protector, so I can replace it. But, yeah, you should you should always get protectors anyway, just for, yeah, for sure. pretty much every device you have that is compatible with one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, anyway, that that is a little funny, though. Yeah, it's been five years, though, of the Switch, which so, is... How? I feel like... We're, yeah, we're no, so we're old. Ha- yeah, we're Why? halfway. Yeah, we're halfway to a decade of Nintendo Switch, which is that, crazy. Huh, does not feel like it at all. No, no, not in the slightest. But who knows what's up next for the Nintendo? As far as like future editions of it go, I'm sure we'll get a Switch Pro at some point. Yeah, it, so everyone, calm down. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it'd be kind of dumb to like make another console that like strays away from the Switch's like model. Like the portable and handheld, or not? Fuck, that's the same thing. Portable and dock. Yeah, like I feel like they have a pretty damn good like model with the Switch that like is still getting yeah. like, uh, you know, obviously the demand is lower than it was yeah. before, but like it's still getting a ton of demand. Yeah, like obviously it's Nintendo is almost like in a league of its own kind of because Xbox and PlayStation primarily are just you know regular consoles like where this is going to be uh, 175 gigs and 1080p and 4k and all this yeah, stuff and yeah yeah it's like you know we can hash up we can take away some of that but like accessibility to all kinds of people is kind of like where they thrive yeah it's like here's controllers that slide off the fucking thing and you can play with one in each hand yeah it'll drift after two months but for those two months you'll have a blast <laughs> yeah i mine are still drifting i don't even use mine anymore they're just basically I, relics yeah they're just accessories but mm-hmm. Damn, we got pretty far in this episode with just that that little content, actually. Yeah, no. Uh, do you got anything else? Uh, I have a few things, yeah. Uh, go for it. I, we totally skipped over gotcha news. We totally forgot we about have, that. We have been recently. Uh, really, there isn't anything going on with the main gotchas that we play. Just why uh, we've been skipping over them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pokemon Masters, there's uh, the Halloween event going on right now with Halloween Morty and uh, Halloween with- Caitlyn. Fire and I was going to say, Fire Emblem has its, what, Halloween, Sothis, and Byleth, Halloween, Rhea. Uh, Rhea. I, I'm hopping on right now, take a look. Yeah, there you go. But, you know, I, speaking of Fire Emblem Heroes, I was saving up, gen, like, orbs for the first time in a while. I was like, you know what? There's no units I want. I have 85, man. I'm This is the most I've had in a while. I, I got up to like six. This is when like the new story chapter came out, so I had like 65 gems in like oh, they dropped more. they dropped more today. Treat Fiends. Uh, dressed up duo Hector. Oh, those is... are the old. Those are the old Halloween units. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Tree the Harvester, Alania. Um. Oh yeah, Loracle Harvest Princess and Dazzle Harvest Attendant. 
And then the new ones are, I have a free summon that I am not haven't used yet. Uh, Byleth, <laughs> Rhea. Well, it's actually Sothis, but Sothis, yeah. Rhea, Robin. And Robin seems to have a lot of units. And Oh, oh yeah. Robin Kristana? is just fucking everywhere. Autumn Goldon, like the Lantern Breath plus Glowing Light. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use my free redeem since I just have so many of them saved up. Oh, Kurthanaga. Also, my girl Tanya's back in. Yep, um, she is. But I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I think female Robin had a uh, had a Halloween alt, but now this is male Robin. Yeah, I think she did too. Yet another defensive uh, unit, but. Uh, yeah. I'm not getting anything on my free redeems. I'm over two. No, I, I'm not either. I haven't been getting a lot. Uh, I don't even I know who I want the old one. I, I think I got it. something interesting, but she didn't have a lot of. Uh, nope, good nothing. Okay, Goddamn. All right. Well, looks like I'm going back into hibernation with this. I did get Malice from that one recent New Heroes banner. Called Zorua and yeah, there's a lot of malice being thrown around today in in our uh, discussions, but a lot of hatred, <laughs> a lot of a lot of anger. Uh, I got Nyla for some uh, distant counter fodder. Uh, oh, no, I guess I didn't get that. Any other ones? Okay, cool. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, I got I got a, I got Chris. Uh, the male or male, female? Male Chris. Uh, and he's minus attack, so he's just fodder. Oh nice. Uh, but. Yeah, I was saving up. I was saving up orbs, and right as as soon as I as soon as I did that, literally two days after, they drop a a, a banner with a Petra feature on it. Oh man! I was like, you fuckers! So you I bastards! I spent them all, spent them all trying to get her, and I obviously did not. Uh, but I am saving up once again. Uh, I'm at pain. forty. Just, just pain. pain, constant pain. Uh, but never ending pain. <laughs> never ending pain. I have forty right now. Uh, I'm continuing my Solil merge project. Uh, she's got her refine, which kind of negates the build I was gonna go for her. So now I have to completely redo her, like what I was, what I wanted to do. Uh, if you have any build suggestions for Solil, leave leave them in a in a review, five star review on Apple Podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's what's going on in, in Fire Emblem uh, Heroes right now. I don't think there's any. Hollow Forms is going on, and uh, Forging Bonds is going on with the new heroes. Yep. They're, they're also doing, um, very important actually, the Bound Hero Battles are coming back. There are 12 days of, of Bound Hero Battles, so very good for your merge projects. If you're going for units that are Grail units, uh, you can get a bunch of extra copies of those uh, through the challenges if you haven't already. Uh, I know they are very helpful because they helped me very much in getting my uh, Sonya up to plus 10. So definitely check those out if one of the units is uh, something you want. Uh, as far as Pokemon Masters go, though, uh, we since the last time I updated you guys, we have gotten a new champion stadium. This time it's the Alola Elite Four uh, and champion that you can battle. Uh, I know you haven't played the game, so you don't know uh, no, any of that. Not a clue. <laughs> but yeah, that's there. Uh, Halloween event is going on as well as the rerun of the last Halloween event we had uh, so a bunch of units are in the shop right now uh, Durach which is Caitlyn's attendant uh, has released with Staraptor he, uh, he's a defog unit so that's pretty cool uh, we have Alistair the uh, Galar ghost gym leader 
Uh, he just dropped with his Gengar. And, of course, I already mentioned Halloween Morty and Halloween Caitlyn. So those are all the units that dropped for this uh, event. And Battleville is back up, so lots of gems there. And they are also rerunning uh, Silver's event with Ho-Oh. So if you didn't have a chance to get Ho-Oh or if you want some free five-star uh, upgrade tickets, definitely go uh, check that out. And they're also running a new egg event for poison and ghost types. So very uh, themed for the for the uh, spookiest time of the year. <laughs> so there's gotcha news, not too much, but I figured we'd update you guys since we have not done that in the past few episodes. Uh, uh, a bit of a personal, th- this will be more personal news for me. So if you have anything else, uh, just, you know, you can chime in whenever. Uh, but, uh, first up, I have completed my second run of Metroid Dread. Uh, I finally decided to go back and, you know, start over from the beginning as Metroid games very much incentivize you to do. Uh, most Metroid games have, uh, secret ending images or like secret ending screens that you can unlock by, you know, getting hundred percent of the items in the map or beating the game under a certain time, uh, things like that, a very speed run focused game. So I decided to go back, see what I could do with my newfound knowledge, and uh, I brought my time down from ten and a half hours to four and a half hours. Uh, so quite, I'd say quite the improvement. Uh, I yeah, I would say so. You know, six hours, not bad. You could literally finish in an afternoon now. Uh, but yeah, it was. Gr- oh my god, like it's so rewarding to go back and like, because you know now you know how to like do the boss's first try save so much time there now you know you know in what order the items you can get are and you just are able to now you now you know you now i know not how not to get stuck for two hours in a single room anymore so that cut down a lot on time uh two hours some would say cut off yeah you know approximately but yeah it, it was great i i had a good time doing it i'm, I'm i think in order to get I think they're in one of the ending screens is locked behind you beating the game in under four hours. Ugh. So there were, there were, there are definitely like even little things like, like I save at like every station I go to. And that takes like a couple, like a couple seconds, but it adds up as you do it the entire time. Uh, I go after missile upgrades that I don't, I probably don't need, uh, but I still want just to be safe. Uh, so there, there's some places I could cut off time at, but I also somehow I ended up with more health, like health containers, uh, on my four and a half hour run than my 10 hour run. So you're just getting I, better at the game in every way. I don't remember like picking <laughs> up any containers that I didn't have. I don't remember doing any of this, but apparently I picked up some new things just randomly. So, you know, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Metroid Dread is one of those games. Like I don't normally replay games, but fuck man, that was, that, that was pretty great. I might gotta even do get, it a third time. You gotta get to that dollar per hour mark, man. You only got it, it's, it's 46 true. hours oh. to go. <laughs> don't, I don't think I'll get there, but certainly worth replaying again if you have it. Uh, and then finally for personal news, I want to talk about Apex Legends because I talked about last episode about how uh, we were expecting a reveal trailer for the new season coming up. And I told you guys I'm very excited for this season because Ash is the new 
character who was a Titanfall character. And obviously, me and my Titanfall nerd brain were very uh, happy about that. But we did get the gameplay trailer uh, for the new season of Apex. Uh, and I did not even know this was coming. We have a new map. Like, this will be the fourth map uh, that has been added to this game on top of uh, Kings Canyon, World's Edge, and Olympus. Uh, this new map is called Storm Point. And uh, it's basically this island uh, in the middle of, of the oceans of this planet called Gaia. Uh, and it kind of gave me a left for like a, uh, what's like a, damn it. What's the, what's the zombie game on the island, on like the, the tropical island? I forget what it's called. Uh, I don't know. It, it, no matter. It, it gave me like a zombie game vibe. Cause it was like, there's like this, the, like the, um, <clears throat> the company logos were coming in and like drops of blood in the water. Uh, and oh, it was, it was really creepy. Like the reveal trail was really creepy, uh, with the, uh, you know, all, like the legends were supposed to be going to this place to like get away from the games and like, like they weren't supposed to be going there to fight the games, or at least that's what it seemed like. But then everything goes to shit. Everyone just starts dying around them there are wild creatures on this island that come out and and attack them which is even in game like you can actually fight these like creature like these mobs basically for for ammo and loot and and evo points and it just looks so cool like the way you traverse the map is completely different from these other ones there are no jump towers they're just these gravity cannons that just launch you in a certain direction uh there seemed to be a lot of cool new POIs. Uh, the new character, we got to see her in action. She throws like this uh, stun grenade that will unleash a tether on the first person it hits so that like they can't move. So like they're stuck in place, which is very terrifying in this game. Uh, um, she can also scan a death box and like see recent attackers, which that seems to be a very, very potent ability. Like, you can just see who attacked this team that you came across dead. Yeah, and find not bad. Not bad that, at all. It's going to be very aggressive playstyle. And her ultimate is, like, a, like she takes out her sword and, like, cuts a rift through reality. And she just makes a one-way portal from, like, wherever you're at to wherever you aim at. So it's, like, an instantaneous teleport that I don't think any other person can use. Uh, seems pretty helpful. Seems pretty damn good. Uh, I am afraid because in this game, uh, there scared. are a lot. There are a lot of characters like Wraith and Octane that have abilities that don't really serve the team too well. So they don't like, you, you know, they're they're very much their abilities benefit them mostly. They don't have t like compared to the other characters, they don't have as much team utility. Uh, and those are the characters that tend to be claimed by the people who would rather just run off away from their team and die on their own and then yell at them for not being there to help them. So I feel like Ash may be that character because he's also a badass robot anime samurai thing. So obviously attracting those types of players through the aesthetics alone. Uh, but I will give her a pass because she is a Titanfall character. So... My my personal biases are they excuse uh, her keeping me um, way more hyped for this character than maybe we should be. But also, 
Apex is going to be on the hot seat for this one because uh, historically their season launches have been oh so bad. Terrible. Fraught with bugs and server issues, not being able to connect to games. They've been whacked. Like you, you are not going to be able to play a good game for like a few days, bef- like as they iron the bugs out. It's been like this every time. Even now, like there are server issues that are persisting right now, and it comes out November second. Oh, phenomenal! So we might have some compounding issues to contend with if respawn can't pin this down. And figure this out. Bless you. Thank you. But I'm still very excited. Uh, my roommates and I pretty much, like, we all play Apex now, so it's kind of like the the group game to play, uh, especially the one that you know. It's the squads game. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know both of the people I play it with. But, uh, yeah, that is, that's all I got. That, that that's the end of my notes. So, anything more to to add? Any other things to talk about? No, I, I'm actually looking. I'm excited to talk Hyrule Warriors again next week. It's oh yeah, I I am super excited. I can't wait. I think I bought the DLC pass already, so I should be just getting it as soon as it comes out. I'm going to. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll talk about oh, it. Oh my god, Breath of the Wild stories, dude. We're, it's gonna be back. We're coming back, baby. Oh lore. Holy the shit. bread and the butter. It fucking lore drops, dude. Can't believe it. But yeah, no, that's all I have for today. Alright. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, if indeed you still are. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, the best way you can do that is by leaving a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we always check back there and to see any feedback, any anything you guys uh, want to see out of the podcast, that way we can tailor our show to our audience, and we really appreciate uh, any amount of feedback you have. It, it's uh, it's a, an immense help. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, if you want to interact with us on our social platforms, sometimes we will do uh, polls uh, on on Twitter or, or Instagram, uh, and sometimes we will ask for for we'll have like a question or a prompt, and uh, that will. Uh, tie into the next episode that you can be so if you want to be a part of that uh you can follow us on our social media uh, accounts down in the description uh and colby do you have any parting messages before we we shove off for the day no i don't have any part happy halloween uh get your spooky uh, yes it's true it's spooky spooky day is coming up very soon yeah, maybe i think be, it'll come up sp- it'll come up before the next episode right so yeah no don't um don't don't be spooky like zoro or zoroark but you know get your spook on don't be that weird get your, uh, trust me the college parties are going to be uh interesting <laughs> so stay safe don't yeah, be for stupid. sure for sure uh, be safe i have been invited to a halloween party myself and yeah, my costume yeah. is what are you going uh, as well you know my girlfriend really wanted to go big uh she wanted to get she 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 was going for uh she was like, "Oh, we should be, we should be a, like a couple's costume, right? We should be, of course, be like this, course. this anime, this anime couple, or this like these characters." You know I'm like, about. <laughs> "I'm like, honey, Liz, that's going to be so expensive." She's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. You don't even have to do anything. I'll figure it out. I'll be like, 
Okay, and then like a day later, she she texts me. She's like, "Let's just be boo ghosts." Like yes. This, this is so we are going with bedsheet ghosts as Throw our the sheet over your head. <laughs> Two holes, eye holes. Yep, that that's it. Because cosplay is expensive. Who would have fucking thought, right? It, very expensive. Like, oh, we'll be Kirito and Asuna. I know Brock would like to hear that. I'll go big uh, next year and cosplay as Sephiroth. I'll start saving now. I'll just <laughs> Sephiroth. How are you gonna get that sword in their building? Uh, well, first I have to get um one percent body fat, so that's a, that's already a tall order. Uh, um, second, you have to get three hundred percent more hair. Uh, very true. I'll start growing it out now. Even that might not be enough. Uh, third, I need, need to extensions. get I need to get a sixty-eight inch blade. Uh, four. <laughs> Fourth, I need to get some big ass shoulder pads and a black leather coat. And I mean, just the and just the biggest boots you've ever seen with Sephiroth, so many belt buckles, so many belts. Sephiroth, you It'd know the so uh, cool, like the like the football uh, gear that yeah, like shoulder pads. Yeah, it always just looks like that to me. So you could have like a budget Sephiroth where you just get like sure, some yeah. football shoulder pads. Yeah, get some, yeah I, I I can make that connection for sure. But yeah, no. Um, I think it'd be so much easier if I just got really, 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 really ripped and only had to wear like the butt with the pants buckles with the boots. That'd be so much less money. Yeah. So, oh, that's true. Just go completely shirtless in the yeah, cold. Go find, yeah. Go cold August. <laughs> yeah. In the cold yeah, October well, winds. Yeah. 47, 47 degrees outside. I'm like, I'm here. I mean, maybe you're giant because we'll need to get you a wig. Like you, you I have like, green eyes, a, so I'm good in, with that. In a full lifetime, you won't be able to grow that much hair. So it's true. I, I have I have green eyes, so I'm, I, I don't get contact or anything. I'm good it's there. It's true. But, it's true. Yeah. So um, I'll start working on that now, but I think I'm just going to be me this year. Hey, well, that's that's a good message for the you third know, year in you. a row. <laughs> if you have no idea, just be yourself. Yeah, so. this is all culminating to me cosplaying a Sephiroth one year from now. You're going to need more one than one year preparation time, I think, for the, to pull that off. You're right. I have a year and like five days, so I really got to get to it. <laughs> so you need to like literally like vacuum compress yourself. <laughs> I'm going to have a size 26 waist. <laughs> I was about to say, have your waist be just compressed immensely. Yeah, just like tied. Just just, just get a belt and just put it on its tightest setting and wear it for a year straight. I don't think – I'm not sure if that works. <sighs> just, I was going to just vacuum seal like your – just your skin to your muscles. That's just, what Sephiroth fucking looks like. Just, just yeah, just freeze every corner of my body until it's just straight muscle. Go into cryostasis. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> just, just take dry ice and put them on my waist and just walk, walk around for a year. This, this is, this is such a stupid bit. <laughs> but we'll start like a fundraiser start like a, a fundraiser for you Go for fun. like your sephiroth cosplay. cosplay i'm fine with it it's for a good Con- cause contribute to the cosplay but yeah come on I anyway <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening uh yeah have a good night or day or whenever you're listening to this and uh yeah stay safe happy halloween and we'll see you next time have a good one gamers